This is the 1% podcast, the third episode, the one when we're gonna reveal our secret receipt to achieve financial freedom. <laughs> oh my god, that was probably the worst. Yeah. We had like three, this is the third one, and, and it's the. And you reached, yeah, you reached the bottom. <laughs> oh, no, 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 I didn't reach the bottom yet. No, give me another okay, couple okay. of episodes and there's uh, still room. Uh, oh, okay, it's gonna be even worse, <laughs> even worse. <laughs> yeah, hi everyone, uh, welcome to the third episode. Um, so the last episode, uh, at the time of the recording of this episode, the last episode was listened by I believe three people. So, you know, there is already an audience. Uh, hopefully, it's gonna be growing every single um, week, day. Hopefully. Sure, sure. Um, we're here, yeah, uh, and we will uh, talk about NFTs and uh, blockchains and everything crypto. Uh, and hopefully, yeah, you're gonna have some fun listening to it. So, yeah. What are we gonna talk about today, uh, Ghost? Yeah, I, I thought uh, because we we promised to talk about <clears throat> you know the one percent projects and and the ways to mm -hmm. to look for them and the ways to identify which are probably going to flop or going to rug um, or maybe there is something in them and and maybe they will mm -hmm. uh, succeed. So and in two episodes we didn't talk about it at all <laughs> so i think maybe i mean it's that's time. a great start yeah that's a great start uh, promise something and never deliver um that's kind of a 99 projects of the nfts uh, so we we started very well um so i wanted to ask you because you have much more experience in the in the nft space uh, i wanted to ask you what are the things that you look at um, in the, the, the project that you find? I mean, if you're what's, me, what's, for example. What's, what tickles my spider sense? Yeah, the yeah, Peter yeah. Tingle? And, and in, in a good way and in a bad way. Yeah. So uh, maybe we can talk about the bad way first and then uh, switch to what makes a project probably successful because you, you you never know of course yeah. um but there are some things that that uh, that may be closer to to to, to being a success just uh, so i would love for you to tell me what are they so just so you know it's not like i've you know i've made it in the in the uh, in the nft space i well at this point in time, I'm not losing any money. So I guess you can say that it's, it's, you know, it's, well, at, 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 that's something. Yeah, that's something. That's something. There, there are definitely people that could have, um, you know, uh, lose, lose money, uh, at, after a couple of months of NFTs and all of that. But I'm, I'm, I'm not there. I didn't lose any money. Uh, I actually, you know, uh, I have product that gained uh, so much that I actually, you know, all my fails were uh, already um, covered by them. Mm -hmm. So that, that that's fine. I, I I still have some spare change that I can use to buy some stuff that I, that I like, but I know that it's not gonna be a value. <clears throat> you know, it's it's not going to go up anytime soon. 
but I can buy stuff because I just like the art. So yeah, but regarding the uh, the red flags, you know, the the stuff that will make me wonder if I should waste my time or I should, you know, put the hours to to do my own research. And obviously, everything we are gonna say here is not a financial advice. Do your own research, blah blah blah. You know the usual stuff. So. Um, I'm following lots and lots of the NFT space on Twitter. So mm -hmm. the first red flag is, for example, when I see a project with 10,000 followers, 20,000 followers, and none of my followers are, are actually following them. That's, that's probably a big flag because I know that projects can, you know, go big unnoticed, but then... The, I, I follow like three or four hundred people from NFT space. I believe that at least one person should already know about the product. Should, you know, this this is my first benchmark. If if there's like lots of followers and no one uh, that I follow follows the project, I know that this one seems ruggish. That uh, you know, can we can we take a step back yeah. and. Uh... Because it, it, it's all connected, it is, right? It is. Uh, so I think that can you tell me who are the people that you follow? I mean, that's a lot of people uh, in the NFT space, True. like three hundred. That's that's a lot. So who are they? Why uh, so do I'm you following believe that they are, you know, good? Yeah. I'm following mostly people that are known as whales. So you know, people who like have hundreds of. Board API Club, um, Tense, uh, uh, CryptoPunks, you know, the guys that went, you know, big into, um, into the crypto space, uh, because I know there is a survivor bias, so, you know, they made it, it doesn't mean that everyone else will made it as well, and listening mm -hmm. to their advice is not always the best thing to do, but it, you know, they all, they had much more of um finances to to use and see which projects would flop or which ones would go big so you know they have much bigger scale in terms of um you know i've tested like 10 20 30 projects and you know uh, was looking into them maybe trying to invest or buy something they their scale is much bigger like, like because they have mm -hmm. uh, much more uh, eth much more solana to to use so they can go much wider and buy more products. So they know what to look at and maybe what's a red flag. So, you know, I, I'm following those people. I'm following people, I'm following people that, you know, are creating projects in NFT space, some creative, some artists, some people that are looking into NFTs. You know, suddenly people I was um, following because they were uh, musicians, uh, they actually um, mm. went into the cryptosphere. So, you know, there is this called, uh, this, there's a guy called RAC, uh, and it, mm -hmm. he's, he's doing like cool pop music, electro music, whatever. And his name is actually right now RAC.eth because he went into the NFT space. Uh, he's gaining more money from sales of his music, music on the ETH uh, blockchain than on the spotify realities and such so most of the people i i, I follow are either uh, there because you know they made it in the crypto and nft scene they are doing something different that i like and i want to see if they come up with something cool 
and also people that you know are as like me interested in the scene or trying to invest or trying to do something because it's it's good to have this you know wide range of perspectives and that's why this is the first red flag because if no one yeah, yeah, sure. if, if no one of the, from those three groups are actually following a project with 20,000 followers that means that the followers are probably bought and uh, you mm. know it's not a real project so that's 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 the first thing because i always look at the twitter first because that's you know if it's active um if they are retweeting the community members or people that are interested in a project what the feed looks like that's the second thing that if you go in the twitter space and see that they do have lots of tweets but most of them are like tag four people retweet like and you know mm-hmm. then maybe you're gonna be uh, added to the whitelist i know that this i there are some legit projects that are doing this but also like it's you know you, you if there is no no one f- i know following them and also they are doing those uh retweets like and such uh things on their twitter i know that they are probably scam and fake and just some money grab so i don't i i usually just you know don't look back on them but there then are like um there are some people in the nfc scene that are known at this point uh for creating rocks there are some people that oh, that you can really? yeah yeah uh i'm not gonna give names but they're like people who created one product then left it then created another one and another one and another one and you can actually see that they were them because you know blockchain is public and if money goes from one wallet to another wallet to another wallet and then ends up in the wallet of another product then you know that probably this money is you know was actually scammed so hmm. this is always something that you could look at it you know it this this it's hard because uh, you have to know who is behind the project and then know their wallets but it's doable uh, especially when the project is minting because you always can see who created another, the contract they could always use another account they could always put money from coinbase or another exchange so you know that's not um it's not always easy to to, to check but if they did you know if they were lazy you could see that they put money from another uh, rag into the into their project they are actually is there a list or something no, you know no, no, or it's... you you have to create it for it for your own yeah yeah you have to create it on your own there are some like influencers on the on the nft space that are actually publicly uh, tweeting about those people Mm. Okay. so once again if you follow like those whales and uh, there is like nft alert i believe uh few few accounts uh, that are tweeting um alerts for people to you know be careful and uh, maybe sure. maybe mint uh, a little bit um less nfts from those guys uh just to be cautious um another one is when you see the project web page and um, the look of the web page is probably telling because you can see if you know they stole the the whole uh, layout and uh, graphic design from other other projects there are some projects mm-hmm. that have like similar web pages and you can only do so much to be creative when it comes to the web page but if you see that you know everything looks like it's 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 from a template it probably is uh, and that's that's another telling thing. 
Um, but you have to, you know, you have to know yeah. uh, what the template is. Yeah. So, so you have to have you some have kind of experience have seen, already. Like hundreds of of uh, the web pages and, and just True. identify True. then uh, that that this is the template that this is not the roadmap is also something you should look at and then when i see the road roadmap like we're gonna mint then we're gonna list on OpenSea or magic ad eden and then we're gonna have a community wallet and then as a community we're gonna decide what to do and also stacking i know that you, you shouldn't touch it because mm -hmm. um Communities are really important, right? Because that's basically what is selling the product, what is keeping it alive. But also, that shouldn't be your own selling point. Like, you can't really mm, make a successful project only with, with a community. I know that you can mm -hmm. probably call, like, mm, bring uh, motherfuckers to the topic. There is, like, this project on ETH called uh, MFers. And it's, you know, motherfuckers. And there are, like, creative commons art. The art look like shit. And mostly it's a, it's about community. But it only you can do only... There, there could only be a couple of those projects, right? It, 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 not every single mm -hmm. project can live off a community. So if you see that there's basically no real utility... And I'm not saying that you have to have utility to be successful. No, no, no. Don't get me wrong, because, you know... You can have have projects that are pure art, but if you see that the product tries to do something and then also it it doesn't really try to do anything at all, that's also telling. And I I I want to add one thing. Yeah. Um. Uh. To to this list of uh, especially in the roadmap, um. I feel like most of the projects that mention anything in the metaverse oh yeah that is That's... not it's not uh, existent yet i mean of course there are a lot of metaverses right now and some of them work better or worse but i believe that if the last point of the roadmap is we're gonna use our coin or whatever token we, we give you in the metaverse or you're gonna get super special prizes in the metaverse i feel like this is so far-fetched and so yep. Uh, you could say forward thinking, but it's not forward thinking. It's just it's you know painting the beautiful picture of of future. Yeah. You know, and doing every, uh, anything else uh, is doing. So for me, it still is a red flag. But there's like in the in the roadmap, there are actually like different uh, stages of when I think that the rug begins. Because for example. Um, you can have a project that has a legit uh, web page, that has a legit team. The the art itself mm. is really nice, and the you can see that, for example, the the roadmap, you know, it's a solid one. It does have an, an utility. You, you could use it. It's it's. You can see that this could be a real value in the future to have this one in your wallet, but then you see, for example, that they are minting eight thousand pieces. For like 10 sol each. And you see that, for example, you know, you, you, you can always guesstimate, have an estimate how expensive would be doing the what they 
said they are gonna do. Mm -hmm. Like a game. Yeah, for, for example. example, like a game. Mm -hmm. I worked in the game there for a couple of years, so I know that you know creating games isn't for. It isn't easy. That's the first part. It takes mm. time, lots of time. It takes money, like and lots of people. Yeah, you 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 can obviously do game like in the game in uh, on your own or with a couple of friends, perfectly fine. But then it's going to take a lots and lots of time. And there are there are products that, for example, that want to create a game, uh, and you know pay people um, realities from the game depending on how many NFTs they own. But then they but from 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 the mint, for example, they either got like hundred thousand dollars or like hundred million dollars. Mm -hmm. One million dollars, for example, you know? So there are different price points of how much money uh, are you gonna have in the end. And I would definitely more believe in the project that is aiming to get one million dollars because that's the I would say more realistic estimate of how much money would you spend to create a game than the project that you you know is aiming only for a hundred thousand dollars but there's always other things that you have to look at because you know maybe it's as i said before it's an indie game then hundred thousand dollars can go a long way because you know hundred thousand dollars for one person is going to uh give you a long runway you can add like two other peoples to work with you and and then you still can make it with hundred thousand dollars. So you have you have always to check, you know, if this thing that uh, they are setting up to do is it doable with the money they um, they want to gain from the mint. And also, mm -hmm. like some people want to create a gallery for NFTs. You know, there's like lots and lots of galleries for NFTs. So basically, you hold the one in your wallet, and on the website. Uh, you can show all your NFTs in the wallets so you can, you know, have your own art gallery in the metaverse, whatever. And then they are trying to mint out and gain like $10 million with this mint. What do you need $10 million for? Mm -hmm. You know, the, the website itself, the, the whole gallery shit, it can be doable with like ten thousand dollars twenty thousand dollars you, do, you don't need that maybe even less yeah you don't need that yeah. much money so that's oh I, I have to add something to it yeah. um because you mentioned nft galleries and <laughs> i watched cody Co, uh like a couple of days ago and he uploaded a video about uh a house tour yeah um, and it's, it was very expensive house, like $50 million house, like, you know, crazy expensive. crazy expensive. Yeah. And one of the things that were, you know, interesting about it and the guy who, uh, who was walking around it, uh, and giving a tour, uh, pointed out that in the garage, Apart from, you know, supercars and everything, there was an NFT gallery. Great. <laughs> Let me tell you, that was crazy, okay? JPEG slideshows? Kinda, because, and, but it's more interesting than that. There were like, I don't know, maybe five, maybe ten mm -hmm. LCD, LED uh, TVs hanging around, displaying the... Uh, very short videos. They were, you know, like GIFs, mm -hmm. just like that. Um, and the most <laughs> interesting thing was that 
these GIFs were videos re shot in this house in different places, like, you know, five seconds, maybe three seconds, mm -hmm. snapshots of this place that you're into, uh, and turned into GIFs and displayed on the, the, the TVs. I mean, why? It reminded me of the, those uh, videos that, you know, hotel, hotels have mm -hmm. uh, when you go into the lobby and there are like screens and yeah. showing you, oh, here we have spa, here we have, uh, you know, uh, this is the um, the room you can have. You can do all stu and, and st stupid crazy shit when you're that rich, you know? You can always have like gallery of your own <laughs> home inside of your own home so you can watch your own home while being in your own home. <laughs> yeah um god damn uh, that was so stupid and someone someone thought that this is a great idea recording videos in your own home and then minting them probably in ethereum was a good idea yep and putting them into your wallet and then displaying them in the same house wow that's like yeah that's bonkers, bonkers. that's bonkers um but yeah as I said, so, so, by the way, there was a, a different project. Um, there was a project on Solana called CryptoCrypts. Um, mm -hmm. And they wanted to, you know, create a, a city of crypts. Uh, you could get uh, one crypt for uh, 1.5 sol at the mint price. And mm -hmm. it was basically a gallery. Uh, you could add your own wallet, uh, Solana, ETH, uh, I believe Tezos as well, uh, mm -hmm. and a couple more of those. And you could, you know, um, connect them to your uh, crypto crib and display all of the of all of the NFTs in your crib. You could always you could add also the Spotify playlist. So if someone would see your crib then it would have like songs playing and then you could see the nfts you have them long story short uh, i believe it's now six months after the mint and you could get um the crypto crypt for 0 0.07 i believe so seven dollars uh, <laughs> from 150 dollars wow. uh, on mint price mm. Well, Solana was even more expensive than, than it's now. So, yeah, you could get it for, like, a couple of bucks only. Um, no real value, I believe. Because there's, like... You, well, it's a fucking gallery. What can you do there? It's, you know... it all. It, it's cool to show off your art, but then also there's, like, a couple of projects that are doing it much better. They're creating, like, this 3D environment that you could walk in you know, change it, make it look different or whatever. And it was just a website with mm, the JPEG of your crypto creep and then all your mm -hmm. J JPEGs below it. It didn't make sense then. It doesn't make sense now. I'm going to check, by the way, how expensive they are. I always wanted to have one, by the way, but I, you know, I, <laughs> I didn't feel like putting my money on fire then. I guess I, I feel like um, th this is a project that that is easy doable uh, for free. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you could you could just put on a website yep. that uses your wallet, uh, takes your NFTs, guess and what? displays them in any way you want. There are websites I mean, like this. Why? 
Yeah. So so why why do is do it as a project? I mean, it's zero point zero eight at this point. So um, wow, only a couple of dollars. That's cheap. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I'm actually gonna check how how cheap it is. Zero point zero eight. It's US dollars. Seven dollars. Wow. You can buy it for seven dollars. And I, as I said, they were. Uh, you know, um, 1.5 Solana on the mint. So they were they were quite mm-hmm. expensive, mm-hmm. actually. So I heard about them. I, I heard about them because they were like shilling like crazy. Yeah, um, and also like the there was like I was part of the yeah. the Twitter. Uh, there was lots and lots of uh, Twitter, uh, you know, threads about them why they're gonna be big. Mm-hmm. That's that's the thing that, that I always do with NFTs. So I gonna I'm 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 taking the uh, their Twitter handle, you know, at something, and I put the whole mm-hmm. Twitter handle in the search box on Twitter. So there, then I can see mm-hmm. all the messages that they were, it, they were tagged in, and you can see, for example, that they're right now they're accused of um, slow rag. Uh, that they uh, drained the uh, wallets and sent all the money to the Coinbase. So, you know, hmm. there are a couple of those things that I, I I always try to find in NFT. And in the end, it always comes to a gut feeling. If I feel that something is going to be big or have a value, then, you know, uh, I try to always look at those red flags and see if there's any of them. And if there is how many, how many of them how big they are maybe you know maybe a couple of those are coming from uh lack of experience you know the developers Mm -hmm. may not be experienced in the nft space and that's always thing to keep in mind that no one that like it's not like everyone is um is a specialist in nfts so they could always make mistakes and this do something that looks weird for nft people but yeah but there are there are also like good things in the projects uh that i i Mm -hmm. I, I try to look at for example if they have everything figured out in terms of the roadmap that's 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 the first thing if i see that you know they want to do stuff and they know what to do how when um What's gonna be first? What's gonna be next? Uh, there are a couple of projects that are trying to do, uh, uh, you know, things different or in a good way. Mm, the mint price itself is always telling, as I said, because if I see that they're trying to get enough money, some projects are going so far as to list out all the expenses that they think that they're gonna have along the way and why the mint price mm. is so high and which you know how what amount of money is going where uh so we can see that for example how much they're gonna pay themselves how much they are gonna pay for the development how much they are gonna use for market marketing and such the marketing itself is also a a big flag and it can you know go both ways because yeah sure if if they're always shilling that that's not a good thing but there can be like projects that are using funds like giving out some stuff to people trying to engage in conversation uh creating spaces there is this project that i told you already a couple thousand times the creative friends on eve Mm -hmm. Uh, and 
they're doing this uh, to get you know to get on the owl list the um you know uh like a tweet and and retweet but also they are doing like um community spaces they have the the, the discord is quite active they are doing stuff differently uh the mint price and uh you know size of the um, of the projects is actually dictated by uh how much they f- how much of funds they want to have how much funds they will use for different things and pedro you can always ask him and he will give you the honest answer why for example he tries to do differently think differently why do he believe that um this should be this way on uh, or on not the other right so this is mm-hmm. the, the the founders activity also uh, a flag that can either be a green or the uh, red one for example the projects we were talking about uh, i believe in the first episode the bull herd yeah the founder was non-active like you couldn't see him on the discord and then on the other side of the scale you have pedro who is there every day engaging with the community creating stuff uh asking questions getting answer and answer questions that people might have and you know mm. if he's invested in if he if he's trying to do stuff there he's obviously also doxed so that's thing i like to see but it's not uh it's not actually telling you anything because if if someone is doxed and by doxed i mean you can see their name and last name you can see the person behind the nickname sometimes it's a good thing, right? Because, for example, in terms of the creative friends, let's take this as an example. Uh, I know who Pedro is. I can search him on LinkedIn. I can see where mm-hmm, he w- mm-hmm. was working at. I can see that he had like uh, an experience with a fini- financial uh, sector. So, you know, he probably have some shit figured out uh, much better than other people in the same sp- in, in the same space. But also, like, it's there are some people that were doxxed so you could you know you know them by name that still uh stole some stuff some uh, some money from people so doxing isn't like it's not like if someone is not doxed that will mean that you know they're gonna scam you and it doesn't mm-hmm. mean that if someone is doxed that uh, your money your money is safe but it's always another thing to consider, another factor in deciding if that project sure. is interesting or not. And at least you can Google that yeah. that name, you know, and and search for previous projects exactly. that he or she was working on, and you can always ask questions, in. yeah, uh, about the about the history of that person and see if you know there's there's something behind it that maybe shouldn't should be public, and it's not because it, it may you know. Uh, show that there are bad people or good people whatever um okay so one 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 question yeah because you didn't say a thing about art is it important yeah so that's that this is actually um well i believe that art is uh as important so so on the on the one side of the scale you have this you know who's the founder the community Mm. mm, the roadmap where the funds are gonna go and on the other side of the scale you have the art and people you know you're buying a token 
the art sometimes you're buying the art itself because the art itself can be put into the blockchain so there is no like server that holds the jpeg or whatever but yeah. most of the time you're buying a token that just points to the jpeg and i do believe that art is really important i do believe for me at least that you know how how does the token look like is important and that's I have a soft spot for uh, profile pictures and that's because I believe that if you want to have a big project that has an organic growth and you know uh, wants to be somewhat popular you have to be a profile picture project because it's the most it's the easiest way to get into people consciousness uh, you know, mm -hmm. you know Board Ape Yacht Club because there are so many Board Ape Yacht Club apes on the Twitter profile pages. You know Moonbirds because Elon Musk is, for example, one. yeah. Uh, you know <laughs> Moonbirds because, as I said, the Moonbirds uh, that could be uh, one of the greatest scams of this year are popular because, once again, people are having Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> yeah. For example, uh, yeah. there are CryptoPunks that were, you know, one of the first big projects that um, that uh, was founded on Ethereum. And once again, they are a profile pictures. Um, and that's because if you if you if you have something that you uh, identify yourself with, um, and you want to show it to other others, exactly. Right? then it's much easier if that's, you know, a profile picture of something than it's like a card. There, don't get me wrong, it doesn't mean that all the NFTs that have the the card uh, JPEG on it, is, they are wrong or they could not succeed. On the contrary, there are lots of lots of projects that, you know, don't have a nice art or nice nice profile mm -hmm. picture as, an, as a representation of token. But I believe that it's much easier and also those projects are actually so so for example the moonbirds the moonbirds actually are pfp projects from the proof protocol so uh, the proof protocol itself is an nft that is represented by a card you know there are those guys that have lots and lots of money the floor on the um, uh, proof um, nft is i believe one like 100 eth so you have to be pretty rich mm. to get into that team. And then they created um, Moonbirds as a PFP project to, uh, so people from the Proof Collective can, you know, see each other on Twitter and, you know, be in the same group. Okay. There is a, like Mon Collapse on Solana uh, and they are launchpads. So if you want, if you have a project that you would launch, want to launch on Solana, uh, then Mon Collapse is a launchpad, so you get in touch with them and they are helping you with, you know, the minting side and such. And what they did, the, the you know, NFT that's giving you uh, royalties from the launchpad is basically a monkey in a, in a container. Mm -hmm. But then they did the Monkey Dao. Uh, NFT, which is uh, a monkey with, uh, well, the face of the monkey, just uh, so okay. so they could have a profile pictures and see who is from. Sure. So yeah, I, I do believe that every single project uh, project will probably have some at some point the NFT that's profile picture and not every single most of the project that doesn't have the the profile picture collection will have it at some point, 
because it's really mm. important to you know to show off that's the first part but also like we're in the same group if, if we were the same nft right uh, I won't be in the same. People want to be in the same social clubs of, as the odd, other famous people. That, like, um, if Jimmy Fallon has Moonbeard, and I won't be as cool as Jimmy Fallon, uh, I'm not gonna be. But if I want to try at least having the same collection profile picture as him, you know, is automatically giving me a little brownie points because I'm, you know, in the same social group as Jimmy Fallon. Uh, sure. So that's something that people like to uh, to always consider and see. Mm. So that's why the art for me is that important because I always try to ask myself if, is this something that I'm gonna, I could wear as my profile picture? If, for example, mm -hmm. I wanted to be identified identified with uh, this project. Mm, and if the answer is no, and even if the product is booming, I'm not going to jump the you know jump on it because uh, I don't want to have something that I don't like in my wallet. And I'm, I, I know that I'm missing out on some projects that I, you know, there could be really big, but I always want to have like uh, projects that look nice in my um, in my wallet. Yeah, probably there are a lot of people that think just like you. Yeah, uh, there is this telling in NFT space, don't buy anything that you don't like. And uh, I mean, mm -hmm. you know, it works. I, I have stuff that I like in my wallet. Mm, even though some people might find them, the NFTs, weird or, you know, I mean, the Diamond Town head guy that I have in my wallet on Solana, it's basically a bald guy. Uh does he look nice? I mean, I like it. I have it on my wall, but some pop, some people might not find it that attractive. So you know, obviously well, the art is subjective. Obviously. It's like you know, we can talk about it a lot. Uh, but yeah, I I I feel feel that uh, that probably the most people most people want to have at least nice jpegs yep. in their wallets so so that's some advice uh just to look for art that's pleasing for you yep so um that's why so so you know i, I obviously the, there's like lots and lots of mm, things that you can notice especially when you're uh, for a bit longer in NFT space to see if that project is a rock, is a scam. Uh, sometimes, you know, there's nothing that is going to um, make you uh, a little bit worried and then the project mm -hmm. itself is going to be rocked. You can't really, you know, you can't, you can't really be sure about what's going to be big. You can't really be sure what's going to zero and what is going to be rocked. You can always try sure. to find those little cues that, for example, this, you know, there is a nice art, but it looks like it was stolen. So maybe you can always mm. the reverse Google search. It's really hard to know what is... It's like in the web... 2.0 word you know it's hard to see which company is going to be big which service is going to be big and which is going to be used more and this is exactly like this in the nft space it's really hard to see and i'm struggling myself too it's not like you know i have the golden receipt that is 
If I would mm. have the golden receipt, I wouldn't be doing any podcast. Well, I would be doing podcast because I like podcasting, but I wouldn't work because I would be, you know, rich and living off my NFTs. Right now, and having their own gallery in your obviously, garage. Obviously, obviously, the gallery yeah. of the gallery itself in my own garage. But right now, I can buy buy from my. If if I would sell all of my NFTs, I could buy a car, not new one, a car. <laughs> Okay. You know, a car. A car. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. It would probably be uh, an adult car, you know, so 18 years old and older. Um mm-hmm. so yeah, it's not oh, it's, could I actually buy a new car? No, I would I would be able to buy a car that would be like 5 or 7 years old. So it's not that bad, but I'm not actually trying to buy a car right now. I'm trying to, you know, flip some JPEGs and make money. I'm joking. Sure. Um, <laughs> so uh, there's lots and lots of things that people are trying to find in NFTs, as I said, uh, and in, that would indicate if the project itself is going to go big or not. Um, hopefully one day, if this podcast is going to get much bigger, we're going to hear the other people's stories, you know, what they found uh, that worked well. Um if you're listening to the to the to the podcast right now, feel free to, you know, send a tweet, tag me and uh, and Ghost, and see and tell us, you know, what are you looking at in NFT project that that you think is make make gonna make them big, mm, yeah. Yeah, let's let's try to make a list of uh, checklist for uh, for every project that uh, we can just put ticks on it and say okay it has everything it may be a successful project yep um i i would say that's it that you know this episode is just about the uh finding the rag and finding probably the next crypto punks um we always try to do the half an hour episode and I guess we're not going to succeed because it's, <laughs> anytime yeah, soon it's, probably uh. it's too hard to to, cons- to make it so short uh, to convey all the things in half an hour fuck yeah we'll see what the next week uh, will bring us uh, NFTs are right now in not a perfect place but we'll see in the future so, because it changes every day. By the way, so I'm just gonna add one last thing at the at the end of the at, at the end of the episode because um, the price of the NFTs is going down right now. Mo- lots of my projects are down, but mm-hmm. there is a there is a web page. Uh, the link is going to be in the description called Fear and Greed Index, so we can see where hmm. the market currently is. For example. Uh, when the market was in greed phase, uh, you know, the cryptos, NFTs were booming, their, the prices were going up, uh, people were trading lots and lots of, and such. Uh, it's obviously connected to the uh, normal exchanges because there is an mm-hmm. index, crypt, there is a fear and greed index for, uh, like, I would say, fiat. Mm. So, for example, right now, I'm, you know, I'm losing a little bit of money, like, you know, only a couple of dollars because uh, I absolutely made a great investment. Uh, 
but then you can always check the fear and greed index if it's going up there is a high chance that uh, the market itself is going to go up because people are trying mm -hmm. to gonna try to be greedy they're trying to be make more money they are less you know there's less fear in them uh, so that's something to, to, to keep in mind. You can always, th there is, I believe there is a, yeah, there is greed, um, fear and greed index over time. And you can see that um, the times where people were uh, greedy are the times mm -hmm. where NFTs were booming, the crypto is booming, the crypto sure. is going up. So um, this is always to, something to take uh, into the account. So for example, you can see, that the, well my my story was i was i was seeing that all of my nfts are going down not like uh, one single project all of them are going down and i was like hmm, is there something that i'm i i don't know about the market itself and then i checked mm -hmm. the fear and greed index and i saw that yesterday they were more greedy today they you know fear more that the crypto market mm -hmm. itself is not going to be stable this is obviously connected to the war um, and you can see on the on the index over time that the current um, the current phase. Um, well, it actually started uh, um, in the January, and then you know there were qu qu a couple of times when the, um, they went into the uh, greed a little bit more. But we are mostly in the fear sphere. So mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's. I think it's valuable. Yep. Uh, to see. Sure. Okay. Okay. Thanks a lot. Um, and we're gonna hear ourselves uh in the next week. Yes. See ya. Have a nice one. Bye. Bye.